and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today we're back, and you know what? We got to get a little spicy once again. We got some Italian boys, Linnea 77, and their album, Too Much Happiness Makes Kids Paranoid. Talk about all that talk about these guys and their long career but before we get to that guys we got to talk about who's tweeting who's tweeting who is so we got uh we got a couple uh interesting bits of feedback from people on uh various topics greg alexander neville says has substance d's addictions album ever been recommended oh shit i don't think so i don't think so this is not ringing any bells Looked it up. Listen to this song. You guys, I'm a little surprised this hasn't been recommended to us before. Because once again, this is our shit. Substance D. That's us. So we'll have to check these guys out. Thank you, Greg. Lori Amdor says, Roach Coach, how are you feeling after listening to the Chamber Music episode? Got a YouTube link there. Lauren, do you recall what that linked to? That linked to a deleted scene from the movie Popstar uh, for the song, I believe it's called Fuck You or Fuck Off, um, <laughs> in which, uh, in which uh, uh, Connor For Real, played by Andy Samberg, basically tells uh, his parents and teachers to fuck off and suck his dick. And uh, she included some wonderful, I mean, this is going back, these hashtags. Oh, Hashtag yeah. Not, not My, my new, new Metal, metal parents. parents. Hashtag Matt Rules. Thank Hashtag you. Still catching up on old episodes of Roach Coach. Hashtag proficient hashtags. Hashtag episode 78. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lori. And you know what? Here's the thing, Lori. You can't go to bed unless you eat some greens and you listen to chamber music, which is in the canon. You don't ever have to listen to chamber music, Lori. Oh, you listen to your new metal parents right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh and you know what we haven't done a cold chamber in a while who clearly is one of our most controversial bands because every time we induct them into the canon either we get major blowback from people from listeners or we get blowback in the room matt still very feisty true so true so true oh man all right then yeah clearly we gotta we gotta do another cold chamber soon it, it the time is the time is now uh, so here we have a nice little subcategory to who's tweeting. It's called Who is Reppin' the Roach? Who's Reppin' the Roach? Who's Reppin' the Roach? And I'm hoping this can be something that we do every episode now where we hear from you guys and how you are Reppin' the Roach, Reppin' the show out there in the world, maybe wearing a, sh- wearing a shirt to a show, maybe throwing a sticker up somewhere, maybe sharing the episode in a cool, interesting way. Listener Paranormal Vending Machine, I'm assuming that's their real name, went over under RateYourMusic.com and created an entire list of every album we've ever done on the show in chronological order, but with special labeling for the timeline and annotations for any songs that were inducted into the canon, songs or albums. This is incredibly thorough work. We all collectively tip 
our hats to you. This is amazing. Thank you so much. This is unbelievable. This caused... Uh, Lauren sent me a text and was like, the only thing I see is that the first Corn album is included. And I was like, I offhand mentioned that it was in there. That's how we discovered. So, wow, just wow. And wow, thank you wow. to everyone who's been a keeper of the canon. Because uh, I know that this isn't the, the first uh, the first one yeah. that we've received. So mm-hmm. let Absolutely. us not forget those who have put in some work in the Excel spreadsheets. Yes. Um, yeah, Rob Adams had one as well that he was maintaining. All incredible. I, do, I can't believe it. All Roach yeah. Riders for life. Absolutely. And we're going to um, figure out something special. We got to figure out something special. Something I'm just special. fucking putting us on blast. We're figuring out something special. We're figuring out something special. You heard it here first. Because where else would you hear it? <laughs> something special. Uh, also, in who is repping the road, we got Jeff Kelly uh, on Twitter replying to Matt and Lauren. He says, I blame you for this past week on vacation. Every time someone said they were thirsty. The Matt Noss voice in my head said, you thirsty bitch. You thirsty bitch. And I had to struggle not to say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Kelly, uh, yeah. good job. You know what? Good nothing is, nothing reps the roach better than saying one of our in-jokes out loud to people who have not heard the show. Namely, your wife and children. Absolutely. I mean, I'm assuming that's probably... I mean, His children were like, I'm thirsty. And he didn't call him a thirsty bitch. Oh, boy. Uh, good job. Uh, I like that, though, telling your kids, you don't get that reference, you need to catch up on your podcast. I'm eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. But you have the internet on your phone, so make it happen. Yeah, Thursday, bitch. <laughs> yeah, Thursday, bitch. No, no, please don't give your children this podcast. <laughs> what? I, I make Rosemarie listen to it nightly. Oh, well, <laughs> she will know a lot. She will know a lot about her dad. <laughs> <laughs> she'll know a lot about a lot of things i feel yeah. oh yeah uh we also got some feedback on our serial joe episode oh serial joe managed C- by their mom well very relevant because mm-hmm. kelly k fresh razor aka the boy kelly says is debbie a genius wow oh, wow shit oh my god is this the first real challenge to the genius list in a while that has us all just like reassessing our lives? Let's put it in there. She got these guys in not one, but two videos with hot ladies True. and made sure they were preserved in high definition on YouTube. You yeah. cannot say that for a lot of other bands. The members of cold have to look at old grainy videos from their first couple albums they didn't have debbie preserving if debbie doesn't get on the genius list she's in the uh-huh. new metal junk drawer oh we can't put i can't do that drawer oh no i <laughs> then she's a genius no. she's there's a genius. gotta be like a, what if she's on the new metal mantle <laughs> like a framed photo of debbie <laughs> but it's like one of those frame... wait, wait 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 she's the oh. manager right yeah yeah we have a producer's hall of fame. Maybe there's a mantle. A manager's mantle? A manager's mantle. 
You fucking did it. I would you put her on the manager's it. mantle. There you have We're it. We're making a whole house out of this. <laughs> You've got the cannon. you got the drunk drawer. you got the genius list. you got the producer spotlight. And you've got the manager's mantle. It is mantle. not a comfortable house. <laughs> it seems there to is... be missing a lot of things that make it a house. <laughs> but I would say we should put Debbie on the manager's mantle. But you know what? It has a lot of things in it that make it a home. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Welcome, Debbie, to the manager's mantle that we just installed. There it is. Oh, boy. Thank you, Kelly, for just lighting us up with that one. Uh, over on Facebook, Chris Duff said, okay, I'm only 25 minutes in and I have so many things to say already. Oh boy, Chris. All right. He said, Dave, the rave is also ogre's cousin or brother. It is confusing and a really good producer slash mixer. You can think of him, thank him for SPs. The process actually sounding like record SP being skinny puppy. Wow, this takes me way back. I saw these guys at Edgefest 98, a Canadian rock tour, much like what Warp Tour was. They opened the day and put on a pretty good show, from what I remember. Also, they played the Coca-Cola stage at the Calgary Stampede in 2000. And I'm rambling. Can't wait to hear the rest. Thank you, Chris. I just learned what the Calgary Stampede was Hmm. this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I was listening to Chris Jericho's podcast, Talk with Jericho, Mm. uh, about the late Owen Hart. Uh, They did like a whole episode about their memories of him. And he talked about seeing him being the best high flyer around. Oh, shit. Yeah. Calgary Stampede. So, hey, I just wanted to say I know what that is now. Look at that. Thank you very much, Chris. Uh, Austin says, I think you should have a special episode or maybe Facebook live video where you get Matt Diablo on a Skype call and just get him to tell stories. And Austin also says, my band also recently had an experience playing a show with a teenage band who had their mom as a manager, a momager. They broke the PA and the whole show was a disaster, but they gave off the bless their hearts vibe so we couldn't stay mad. There you go. If you bless their hearts, that's it. You can't stay That's it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lars said, that snare is grindcore AF, and I fucking love it. Heart emoji. Mike Hoverlux says, forget ripping Rage Against the Machine. (laughs) When they go for the new metal, it sounds super close to an old Roach Coach review and one that needs their second album, Torn to Shreds, Reveille. When they aren't, yeah, silver chair all day. Also, can we make like a kids' bop new metal? Think about it. People equal crap. People equal crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Never have I heard a better idea. A bunch of little kids in masks. That's who belongs in a mask. Oh, children, children. Uh, <laughs> yes, all all children must be wearing masks. People equal uh, crap. I love it. Uh, Okay, real quick then. What's your what's your kids' bop version of Nookie instead of Nookie? You did cookie. it all for the cookie. The Got it. Yeah. All right. Okay. And you stick it in your lunchbox. Freak on a leash. What's your kids' bop version of that? Freaks at the beach. <laughs> Freaks at the beach. I like that. I'm trying to think of a Deftones song. Be quiet and drive. I mean, that one could stay the same. Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. one's that one's fine. Yeah. 
Um, Twist, of course, also stays the same. Actually, that's the one I want to hear more than anything. I want to hear a bunch of children <laughs> attempt to recreate Twist. I don't know. I would uh, I would pay a dollar dollar bills to hear the kids bop version of All in the Family. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> the, the great man- thing about this is that you both have children. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm waiting for that Rockabye Baby version of uh, Follow the Leader. <laughs> I think that this might be a million dollar idea mm. and God bless us. Oh my God. Let's just hope we can make it happen someday. Absolutely. David Brown said that artwork really is special, huh? I reckon they did a competition much like Korn did with the issues release. Only they held theirs at comic con. They have been burned. And I agree. That was very weird. Album art. Darren Watkins says, oh, man, I totally forgot about this band. Super excited for the episode. Thank you for commenting, Darren. <laughs> Elric says, NorCal Roadrider, not familiar with Matt Diablo, but want to hear the Stereo Mud story and get him on hashtag and get him hashtag canceled. Uh, Josh Toomey says, only Debbie for the canon. What a Whoa. ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nick Fenton says, look at that knee dong. <laughs> <laughs> there oh, we go. Oh <laughs> boy. Knee dog. Knee dog. <laughs> Love it. And uh, Garrett Fuller says, okay, I might be insane, but I swear Serial Joe had a television appearance on a USA Network special drama about a teenage girl with some sort of illness. Cannot remember the details, but they sang mistake on it. I can't find it anywhere though. Oh. This this sounds amazing. I badly want to see this. I knew metal Googled. I couldn't come up with anything. Okay. All right. So we've done our due diligence because I know in the past we have not looked where we could have and found things. So if you know <laughs> where Serial Joe showed up, where they sang their song Mistake, and a teenage girl had some sort of illness, let us know. Dying let us know. know. Let us know. And that does bring us to the end of who's tweeting. Keep on tweeting. Facebook instagram send us a email roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear your album recommendations always surprising us and uh please head over to roachcoach.com for everything roach coach including every single episode of the show the album of the week linnea 77 their album too much happiness makes kids paranoid jenny when do we think this album came out? <laughs> so it appears that this album was released initially sometime in 1998, but the uh, version of it that we will be listening to today was a re-release on Earache Records, which was released on May 2nd, 2000. Wow. All, well, the 98 would put it into pre-gaming. Mm-hmm. The 2000 release would put it in getting or in the thick of it. So I understand the re-release for sure. Yeah. Uh, the big difference it seems to be between the two releases is that they com- they not complete they reorganized the track listing and removed a uh, removed a, the a cover song. They did a cover of "Walk Like an Egyptian," which was then moved to their second record, "Ketchup Suicide." Ketchup the condiment. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
and then uh, I have a, a copy here, which is of a reissue of the Earache release, which does put Walk Like an Egyptian and a live song back on top of it. But uh, we're just going to do uh, the version that's on Spotify and Apple Music, which just has uh, the nine songs, does not have the Walk Like an Egyptian cover. If we get around to Catch Up Suicide, we will certainly cover it at that time. Jenny, who's in this band? Oh, in this band, uh, we have Emmy on voice and production, Nito on voice and production. We've got two vocalists here, uh, Chinaski on guitar. I'm not sure if it's Dade or Dade, but I'm going to say Dade because we're in America. Uh, <laughs> and he is on low in production. I'm guessing that is. Uh, bass, bass. bass and mm. squat is on battery which we'll also call drums and production so you might be saying wow these these are weird descriptions that is because jenny and i have to use the italian wikipedia which had to be translated and uh some of the translations are a little weird very true so that's very what you true. have i didn't ask up top does anyone have any history with linnea 77 Oh, no. Nope. Not at all. No. Me neither. This was uh, a a listener recommendation. Um, I do have a copy here, as I said, in front of me. This was one of the most incredible big thrifts I've ever received. What makes it so incredible? So I got it first from our boys at the Declutter Store, a.k.a. Eastocks underscore USA over on eBay. I got it for a sweet $2.95 very good deal but what makes it even sweeter this thing was brand new in the wrapper what that's right brand new in the wrapper with the stickers on it saying reissue of the debut couldn't believe it for two dollars and 95 cents i'm gonna say what you always say matt how do they do it how does declutter store do it what's your secret I I started to figure it out. Oh, it's called media mail. What's ah. media mail? So media mail because I've started guys, it's a whole thing. Let's cut to the chase. Uh you, uh United States Postal Service will always try to upcharge you, but then there's other things that they can do like media mail which cost substantially less. But the thing is it takes longer to get your package because it isn't priority which means all the priority goes on the truck first. And if there is no room for your package, it waits for the next truck. Whoa. And it's substantially cheaper. So I think that's what our boys in the declutter store, Easy Stocks, is doing. Matt Nash checked the code. Mail. So sorry. There you have it. Did not mean there to trample on your, you cracked it wide open, you did. Uh, let's talk about these liner notes real quick, Jenny. They're weird. So we have a cartoon of uh, a gentleman with, uh, is this some sort of gas mask, I'm assuming? It looks like it. So for context, Lauren, you sent us what was the original album artwork. Yes. And it was basically a woman either kissing or huffing a baby's butt. Right. So either that was a, a mom checking a diaper or a mom straight up human centipeding her baby. 
And uh, <laughs> so. Matt, has Catherine ever done this with Rosemary's diaper? Let me just say the word is no. Okay. Then I would say that she's, here's the thing. There's a sniff. We've all done a sniff. We're both yeah. parents. You've done a sniff. You've done a check where you do the little, you, you, you pull the elastic back and you go, anything in there? Oh, coast is clear. Or you open it up and it's a war zone. This lady's whole face is in the diaper. And the baby, he looks like he's having the time of his life, but this is the weirdest cover. So with the reissue... He's giving him a real Italian job. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So the reissue um, doesn't have that. Instead, it has a green background and a cartoon uh looks like spock to me um but it's i think it's just a cartoon gentleman who has uh sort of winking and is wearing a gas mask and i wonder if it's a similar i wonder if it's a nod to the first one Mm. putting your face in something unpleasant i don't know maybe not but then then you open it up yeah it looks like some sort of a hazelnut spread like Nutella thing is that like a poop oh jeez <laughs> I think that's what it's supposed to be this is all a big poop reference is it all <laughs> did I just crack it wide open you just cracked it wide open once again yeah so we have that yeah. got lots of lyrics these guys look very new metal oh boy yeah we got Adidas we got the wraparound bug eye sunglasses. We're flashing some metal horns. I guess these are like little mini dreads. Yeah, there's some sort of mini dreads or a braid situation. And you know what? They look young and they look like they're having the time of their lives. That's true. Lots of graffiti. Got some bad boys here. And in, uh, in the thank yous, as you said, these guys are Italian. So it seems like this was all translated and... Not that greatly. First of all, we want to thank our families for their support. Okay. Debbie, Titi, and all the, quote, hard staff. The T-own. And then in parentheses, it says, hard sucking, dot, 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 hard, hard. I don't know what happened in this translation, but it's crazy. And at the end, they said they want to thank everyone they've met on the net and every band we have played with, especially H-O-A-T, addiction and medusa we know addiction we know addiction i was just listening to addiction today because that record is still hot still good yeah so yeah we got some italian boys here they've got a connection to addiction and they, they're looking new metal af in these uh, liner notes I think we're ready to dive in. Oh, what's the um, what's the genre tags we have here, Jenny? Oh, the genre tags we have here are new metal and alternative metal. All right. Then I think it's I think the time is now. All right. The first song on this album is called "Touch." <laughs> Yeah. 
That's a hot one. Jenny, thoughts on touch? Um, I like it. I don't know what it's about. I don't have a lot of faith that the lyrics are translated as intended. Um, I, I don't know what it's about, but it is a hot one. Um, something that is uh, noted about this album in the wiki is that it is influenced by Deftones. I hear that. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I like it. I thought it was a pretty decent open. Uh, what did you think, Lauren? Uh, I wrote New Metal Baby. It definitely, at the top, sounds like Deftones meets Slipknot. It sounds like they got somebody working the keg over there. And then it rolls into just straight adrenaline-era Deftone sound. The first lyric is, I've never know, I never know your fucking feelings. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> And I can say the lyrics in the liner notes largely match up to the lyrics in songmeanings.com. And most of them, there's a couple songs in this album that are in Italian. The songs that are in English, though, it's it's definitely a we're making the best of what we got here as our understanding of this language that is not our first language. It feels it feels very derivative. It's not a bad copy of Adrenaline, but it is still a copy. But it is funny how the lyrically, it seems very, very petulant teen. And I, I always think about something that uh, my wife Rachel used to say about a Jimmy Eat World and how they were these guys who were like, it seemed like they were in their late 20s and they were still singing songs about like a girl maybe almost touched their hand one time. Mm-hmm. And on the opposite end, you have these guys in Linnea 77 who, on this record, based on these photos, are a bunch of boys. And they're like, I, they sound like they don't know what to do if somebody touched their hand. And Jimmy at World's like, I'd be great if you touched my hand. I don't know. You know, it'd be very great. And these guys are like, if you touch my hand, I don't know what I'm going to do. Am I going to explode? Or, ah. A lot of hormones. I feel a lot of hormones going on here. They look like very very young and i can't be sure how old they are now because i didn't do that uh deep of a dive but i do know that they're still going pretty strong they just mm-hmm. released an album is that right lauren uh, they just dropped a new single it's uh it is called ak-77 it was produced in collaboration with rapper salmo and it, uh, the music video pays homage to Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket. There we go. There, there we you go. have it. And and this so this came out in '98. You gotta if they're still going, you've got to assume that they're pretty young mm-hmm. when they did this stuff. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, we ready for the next song? Ready. It's called "By My Fay."
Matt steal Nas. from the best, baby. <laughs> Matt Nas, I watched you almost activate the pit there and then decide not to and put your hands down. A pit declined. Wow. Talk us through it. Well, that that opening cacophony, because that's what it that's what it is. Only word you can use gets you amped, gets you into it. Here's what a hundred odd episodes of Roach Coach has done to me. Oh, here we go. It's got me to ease off the trigger. Mm. I don't activate the pit as readily as I did back in episode fifty. Episode one hundred. Yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. They used to they used to call you a bit of a pit slut. I was a Not pit anymore. slut. Loved it. <laughs> Get that pit juice. You learned. <laughs> you did. Because I knew I had to wait for the verse. If they would have given me an aggressive verse, I would have been like, activate the pit for the whole thing. But they didn't. Uh, they went into the verses. And then they were just like, oh, you know who's cool? The Deftones. I think the Deftones are super cool. Yeah, let's rip them off. Cool. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And they do. And they do. You want to know something about this band? Yeah. Maybe you too. They formed. So they, they formed in 93. They initially formed. They were a Rage Against the Machine cover band. That's right. And the name comes from the bus line that they took to get to their first rehearsal room. Their first rehearsal space. So it's line. Linnea translates to line. Line 77 is what they took. Um, wow. But I I can definitely hear both the, the rage and Deftones influence in these songs. And I like it. I like how heavy they are. I agree that that wouldn't get a a pit going. I don't think it could have sustained it. I think it could have probably sparked, but I think it would have fizzled. Ever remember that song by Frank Black called Los Angeles? It has a real slow opener, and then it has a drop that goes right back into a slow boy. I saw him live, and I watched uh, the crowd like wait through the... And this is in the 90s, where it like... Again, I'm going to say it again. Ben Folds had pits. And um, <laughs> so like people were ready to go. And he gets to, I want to live in Los Angeles. And it, like it starts and then it pulls right back. And people are like, what do we do? Dumbfounded. That's how I feel sometimes with some of these songs. Mm. I want to talk briefly about these lyrics, which are almost entirely questions the first lyric is my tongue arrives where my life cannot what do you say another life what is wrong now here that's all right but i can't breathe no money just a dream how do you live i have no idea i don't know i i thought maybe something about like a spurned lover or something but i have no idea i don't know my website can't help you. No one commented on a single one of these songs. Sorry. Not a single one. Me a despachi. 
<laughs> Excuse me. I think that means I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> it might. It might. At one time, I knew that. Uh, all right. Up next, we got a song called Head Tide. song <laughs> but pirates oh my lord these lyrics uh i'm pretty sure <laughs> so but pirates is funny to us but i'm almost 100 percent sure the intention behind that is, is not good i want to say that's ng it's gonna be a not good that's thing. Yeah, not good <laughs> oh man the fact that the first song in this album, he says, I've never known your fucking feelings. And then the first line of this song is, I don't know your fucking thoughts. We get it, dude. You don't have much empathy. <laughs> You're not looking <laughs> to learn. You're just like, I don't know. I don't know anything. And then, yeah, you can't swim with your hands or with your fucking legs. The, the F words on this album all scream, we can say whatever we want. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We can never do whatever the fuck we want. Just like the Jenks. That's right. Stevie Jenks. Stevie Jenks. And here they are just saying, yeah, whatever it is. So it's not your legs. It's your fucking legs. And butt pirates are on the alert. And you must be trained to recognize them because their brain is full of shit. But they always have the reason at their side. As a puppy on the lead, they scream, you shut up. What's I want going my on space here? Space between two rails. <sighs> What's going on here? What is happening? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. The song itself, lyrics aside, mm-hmm. heavy, fun to me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. A lot of questions about what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of questions about the intention. Uh, I I mean, the last lyric of the song is, I want to fuck his fucking eyes. You wait, maybe I listen. I don't know. There it is. I will say if we attempted to do an episode or even a segment 
of this podcast in Italian. Oh, man, that'd be trouble. Embarrassing. Yeah, fucking forget it. Disaster transport. I can (laughs) barely say, I'm sorry. (laughs) Mia despace. Mia despace. Excuse. (laughs) Gorlami. Uh, Uh, There it is. Yeah, so uh, I don't know what they're trying to say. I would imagine... I I don't know I I wouldn't do a great job the other way around mm-hmm. so yeah uh, I'm hoping it's not as bad as I think considering the year the genre and the translation I suspect it is mm-hmm. uh, perhaps are we ready for <laughs> we're ready Jenny. the next song are we ready yeah. for meat. I'm not sure what this song is about, but (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's about a penis. I don't know. I think it's like maybe about Roadhead. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. I really don't know, but I just, can I just read? Please. Uh... I'm just going to read all the lyrics. So you said that the lyrics on song meanings like pretty accurately reflect the liner notes here? Correct. Okay. I'm just going to read this. Uh, here are the lyrics as they are on songmeanings.com. Now I'm confused, but the fly continue to fight against the screen. I watch, but the heads start to go around because now there's silence. Here, now there's a box on your... Now there's a new box on your bed. I'm feeling free. Now I'm feeling different. Watch me because my blood has done my meat so sweet. Now I'm here driving my car faster than everyone. Now my head is so clear like your eyes. Eat me, swallow me, then eat me now. Please let's take my hand and lick my head. How is clear? With your anger, tears, eat my bones, eat my bones, eat my bones. So where's my God? Fear, I can see your eyes. Die, pig, die, (laughs) die. Again, if we tried, we can't even pronounce anything. Even sometimes in English, we struggle. This is this is true. So I'm a I'm a wreck (laughs) to uh, to write an entire album in a language. That is not your primary language, but <laughs> I don't know what the 
fuck this song is about. This is the song that they had the video for as well, right? Correct, correct. Okay, yeah. I did watch the video. They're having a fun time. They're having the time of their lives. It kind of looks like the Firestarter video a little bit. They're in some sort mm. of like a sewer. Mm. But just like like right where the sewer connects the outside. They didn't go too far in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're just rocking out, having a blast, jumping on each other, doing some beat down stuff on the camera. Just the, it, it really feels like it's our fu- first music video, you guys. Let's Let's do it up. Let's have a blast. And it does seem like they are. Uh, looking at the lyrics right now, there is a possibility that maybe this song is... I mean, the the, the line where he says, um, my he- now my head is so clear like your eyes. Maybe he's saying after he gets roadhead or he gets regular head and now he can think clearly again hey if i can't get roadhead yeah. maybe uh. i could get some regular head. can i i i can't think hey i'm all confused. my whole body's full of calm and unless you give me head i'm not gonna be able to see clearly so what do you want me to do well if you want me to stop being confusing suck my dick Oh, okay. The sperms are clouding my brain. The sperms. You gotta get the sperms out, baby. Come on. Please, I can't. Ropes, ropes, ropes. You gotta do my math homework, and I can't add with the sperms in my brain. I can't can't add until I throw ropes. (laughs) Oh, boy. Too much? Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, man. Well, hey, you know what? Chino also has a bit of a sex obsession as well. So <laughs> sure. following that, maybe. Am I giving too much of the benefit of the doubt? I no, don't know. I don't think so at all. I think these guys are young, dumb, and full of sperm. <laughs> young, dumb, and full of sperm. Oh, I think you're right, though, Lauren. I think that they were going for like a sexual edge, but the translation wasn't there, and like. <laughs> I want to fuck hold you. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to jizz and then drive my car real fast. Okay. I'm driving in the bus. <laughs> I'm driving my car faster than everyone. I mean, that is like if you sort of like pare down sexy lyrics to like mm-hmm. what they could most like be translated to in other languages. I am driving my car faster than everyone is like. 150 fucking songs that's mm. i can't drive 55 <laughs> my car is fat not that that's a sexy song but like oh yeah it is the red <laughs> rocker knows what's oh, up boy it's just like they the are i rocket i think they are going for like some sexy situation and it's just not being sexy is tough oh tell me <laughs> Tell me about she it. Is. Uh yeah. Alright, are we ready for the next song on this album? We are ready. Uh the next song is called Nosedive. Nosedive. <laughs> 
So according to the Wikipedia, this song is a direct reference to the song Nosebleed by the Deftones. It has a chorus that might be some of the most new metal shit that we've uh, that we've heard in a long time. Call me shit. Call me motherfucker. Call me shit. But I'm not the only one. Screamed. That's it. That's what that's what we do this show for. That's what we're living for. I think the boys really did it on this track. Jenny, thoughts on uh, Nosedive? I enjoyed listening to it. No idea what it's about. I mean, I guess I get it now, but listening to it, I was just like, I appreciate what you're throwing at me. I I don't understand what you're trying to communicate, <laughs> but it's it was a fun listen. I would imagine that seeing these dudes live would be very fun. Absolutely. Um, they have two, just two vocalists, which I know we mentioned at the top of the show, but I want to remind you again that if you were to be seeing these young men, or, or now just men, uh, doing a show, there would be two just free-flowing vocalists, not constrained by any sort of instrument, which is always sort of fascinating to me. Do you want to mention, though, actually, Emmy, one of the two vocalists, left the band because of creative differences. In 2012. Emmy. What happened that these guys who had been together so long couldn't make it together? Oh, this is the this is the direct quote here. Revealed Emmy's departure from training, okay, due to strong artistic differences that occurred during the composition phase of the seventh studio album. That's wild. Well, it seems like that would make a lot of sense to people following this band. But since we're just dipping our toes into the Linnea 77 life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, how could Emmy have gone? And they would be like, how could Emmy not have gone? The seventh Mm. studio album was not Emmy. (laughs) You fucking idiots. You butt pirates. (laughs) Call me shit. Call me motherfucker. You know what? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, this has nothing to do with anything important, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Apparently, uh-huh. last night, in the middle of the night, I said, you motherfucker, <laughs> while I was sleeping. I was having lots of really intense dreams. Like intense. Yeah, I was having a lot of like dreams that caused me to like have conflict with people. But Mitch was like, you called me a motherfucker in the middle of the night. <laughs> I'm like, did I call you a motherfucker, or did I just, in general, address the physical world is that so that's it matt what do you think you know i was i was okay with this one i i feel like i kind of feel the youthful energy but i do feel like unlike the last record that we just did although this doesn't have necessarily the grit this kind of has like an off the wall zaniness Mm mm-hmm that is kind of unique, but at the same time, they're they're really cribbing from the best. Like they're like, hey, we know we're Italian. The probability of us <laughs> making it is is hard. You know, we might be able to make it in Ita- in Italy, in Italia. <laughs> hey guys, we know we're Italian, yeah. right? You know, when it comes to world events, the yeah. first stop is Roach Coach. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we're very worldly. 
Um, but at the same time, <laughs> let me finish my thoughts so we can play another song. I'm kind of on board for these guys. I'm rooting for them. That's what I want. I'm rooting for these guys. They're like every prepubescent male. They're fascinated with jizz and farts. Absolutely. They're I mean, fun. They're fun, and I'm glad I can only kind of understand them. I think. I think yeah, that's a safe place to be. Because I definitely know the mindset of somebody says, "Hey, we need a we need an album art for your first for your first album." Oh, we got the perfect pick. You know, Americans have that phrase "butt chugging." <laughs> what if we did a real picture of that? <laughs> And you know what? They didn't say no. It, here's the thing, though. It's clear that album cover, deliberate. The Adrenaline album cover, as we, as anyone, longtime listeners and longtime Deftones historians know, they were like, oh, shit, we need an album cover. Real quick, send them something over. But Linnea 77, it was a like group meeting. Hey, you guys, I found something. I want to show you. Check out this photo. I think we're all unanimous in that this has to be an album art, right? She's hot. She's sniffing a butt. I'm in. Thank you, Emmy. I hope you never leave the band. I won't. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding you to it. Uh-oh. All right. Are we ready for the next song? Ready. This song is called 90 Degrees. All right. They're going for it, you guys. Um, this is a huge Deftones rip once again. Uh, the lyrics are in Italian. Songmeanings.com did translate that. The opening line, I live on the edge, almost poised, a drunk in unstable equilibrium. Okay. All right. What else sure. you got? There it is. The shoulders to the wall, the head lost in the clowns. I remain, I remain hidden inside a labyrinth of thoughts. This one is is heady. Inside a labyrinth of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Hidden. 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 Jenny, what'd you think of ninety degrees? I liked it. I kind of just wish that all their songs were in Italian. I get why they weren't, uh, but I understand. Yeah, like it was a lot easier for me just to listen to this and not. It's this is probably very shitty, but it can be really hard for me to get past hearing lyrics that 
sound kind of funny to me, even if they're getting at the heart of something. Like, there's this band called Aeon. They're like a, a metal band. I think they're German. And they their lyrics are very much like trying to be like scary and like super like aggressively satanic. But they're germlish. Yes. Uh, and it's so it just makes it very funny to me, even though I still like enjoy much of the music. It, it's just still like very funny to me. I think I'm having a bit of this here still. Uh, but when I hear their music and it's just in Italian, I'm able just to like let it be the music. Yeah. And and that's very fun. And I like it a lot. What was the uh, Lauren? What was the band from Italy that we've done? Before? Oh, Addiction. So, which was also Addiction Crew, right? Yeah, they mm-hmm. became Addiction Crew after that album, yeah. So, uh, they were a great example of that, where it was like, it was in Italian. Well, no, that, that, was, that was all in English. That was all in English? That was all in English. But I feel like the difference is, is that they perhaps had a bit of a better grasp on it, but also the... The lyrics themselves were simple. I feel like these guys are trying to go with that Spitfire Chino style. We're just throwing verbal javelins and trying to get out there. And the guys in Addiction, I mean, that one song starts with they just list the days of the week. You know? <laughs> and then they just work their way up. And you're just like, where are you going with this? It's like Monday into Tuesday. And you're like, okay. But then they're like, go. And then they just have a hot drop. And it's great. And it works. And, and they don't no need more. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then any other songs that they have, they have. Uh, there's one song. And it's, so it's fresh for me because I was just li- listening to it today. Was that there's one song where it's sort of this whiny boy sort of verse. But then they get up to the chorus, which is just them saying cold over and over again. But he says, like, never mean a motherfucking thing so cold. And then it's a hot drop again. And and I think we even said it on the show. Like, all sins are forgiven. It's fine. That's it. You did it. You figured it out. And I don't know if these guys have really any strong choruses necessarily. They're not necessarily. I, I feel like they, them and Addiction have two separate goals. Like even like when we watched the video for addiction, there, there, there was much more of um, I don't want to say careerist, but there was much more planning in the idea and the look of the band. And then when I watched the video for Meet and see these guys, at least in this phase of their career, they're just a bunch of maniacs bouncing off the walls, ready to just play some music and not even necessarily thinking about all these things like structure or what have you. Because, I mean, that's the other thing is that I feel like that that addiction record, those guys are a little older and it's just a little more polished. And this is just mania going on here. I would agree. Want to see if it keeps being mania? I do. (laughs) All right. The next song is called Big Hole Man. (laughs) I'm going to vote yes on it staying mania. Yeah. It's a relatively unhinged song title. That's new metal as fuck. Wow. Wow. What year is around the fur? 
97. Was adrenaline this layered like this? No, but they did this stuff on a, on a, around the fur. I'm just trying to see how much they're lifting and how much is parallel thought. I mean, I see it as a hundred percent lift. I, I mean, it's, I wrote that, you know, Chino needs to change his locks because he just got robbed (laughs) (laughs) because these guys, they took, they took everything. Like when it goes into that weird filtery vocal, I was like, wow, they're doing it all. These guys, I thought I liked the Deftones. Not as much as these guys do. These guys love the Deftones. Love the Deftones. Like I'm not going to say that Linnea 77 would kidnap Gino and trap him in a hole in the basement and try to thin him out so that they could wear his skin as a suit. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying... Don't get in any cars. You don't know who the people are, Chino. That's all Especially I'm saying. Especially because this band has told on themselves and they drive faster than anyone else. Especially right. when <laughs> receiving fellatio. Yeah. If if you get in the car with one of these guys and they are getting roadhead, I'll tell you what, their thoughts are going to clear up real, real quick. Fast. Right. Which will make them an even crazier driver. A human map quest. <laughs> Have you seen that Ford versus Ferrari trailer? Oh, shit. Man, Ford better hope that none of the guys in Linnea 77 are driving those Ferraris. And they better hope they're sucked dry or else they're not getting anywhere. Oh, boy. Dude, if they've dropped nuts before they got in those cars, they're unbeatable. Uh, They're they're, they're unstoppable. That's how NASCAR works. They can go so fast because they had like 150 blowies before they started driving. (laughs) Dude. Backstage at Daytona is a mess. Yeah. The pit crew, fast on the tires, even faster on the Boogity, boogity, boogity. There are a few pit crews going. Oh, my God. Uh, um, Pretty cool. Activate the pit of your mouth. (laughs) I got to say, um, this makes me really worried about taking a lift if I ever go to Italy, <laughs> Italy though. I go, I was going to Italy. Italia. Scusi. Gorlami. So in a, they don't have lift in Italia, I don't think. We're good. As someone okay. who has been to Italia. Oh, here it comes. One time. I got engaged in Italy. So oh, did you now? So many notes. Yeah. Oh. Anytime we got in a cab, we all had to get the cab driver. <laughs> Every time they'd get lost, someone we'd had kiss to both ruin. cheeks and then suck them dry. Yep. <laughs> I'm lost. There's That's the bonus fare. That's the bonus fare. That's what they don't tell you. Ass, gr- ass or grass. Everybody's paid. Uh, right. That's what they're saying. We didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Like, Take us to the Vatican. They Next thing like, I know, there's a penis in my face. Yeah. I was like, I guess uh, uh, <laughs> they give you shots of lemoncello after uh, you have dinner. 
But if you want to get there, boy, oh boy. You're going to pay the price. <laughs> uh, how respectful of our time is this record? Oh, Matt. We're off the I rails. thought you'd this, uh, this album comes in at about 31 minutes. Nicely done. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go on to the next song. Uh, that is going to be Everything I've Ever Wanted. Which is... The- uh, Yes, it is. Uh, please hold. Tito. Oh, here we go. See, this oh, is where. Do you want me to, want me to, to try it? See, you, you said it in English, and I was like, "No, we all have to butcher the Italian." Do, yeah. I, do you want me? Do you want me to give it a try? Yes, I do. Uh, tutto calo che ho sempre voluto. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Tutto quello che ho sempre voluto. Tutto quello che ho sempre voluto. This song's about getting your dick sucked in a car. Go! Jenny, thoughts on everything I always wanted? I wish that they had just done the whole album. Yes. In Italian. Because this was very easy for me to just... Let it be what it is. Yeah, and it still sounds like a Deftones lift, but... it, Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that just felt more... Well, because... It seems, based on what I'm reading and hearing from their English lyrics, it's very labored and not something that they have great command of. And I think that's fine. And I understand why they would say, like, we need to make this in English. Like, I I get that. Uh, But also, it just... It just seems like they're able to relax more into whatever they're doing in this. Now, granted, it is entirely possible that whatever they're saying in Italian is as, like, broken and jumbled as what they're saying in English because I don't understand a word they're fucking saying. But uh, something about... I I don't know what it is specifically, but listening to, like, this song, it just felt... Like it, it, it just fell into place. It made more sense to me, in terms of like what I was hearing as like a cohesive unit. Does that make sense? 
It makes sense because this song also is the one that it starts off and immediately doesn't sound like a Deftone song. It gets there. It has the Deftones lift in it, but it's still, this is where I started to be like, oh, this is Linnea 77, as opposed to this is a band just trying to be the Deftones. And I think maybe that is part due to them singing in their native tongue. The translation still doesn't make a lick of sense. Stop trying to look around because you know that time, like Moloch, swallows those images held under the salt of memory. Take the time to manipulate it like an hourglass. Turn it up to go back to that child who ran through a meadow, spreading his mouth in a smile, glad to be only a part of that scenario. Today, instead, head down, clenched fists, watch your legs grind kilometers, swallow desires without a soul closed inside an airtight shell. All I ever wanted was to sit still on the rotation axis of the earth to watch the day and the night be born and die. Reading that now, the best I can come up with is that all anyone ever wanted, all this narrator wanted, was a simple life as a child. But eventually you get up, you get up, you grow up, and you find that you have to put your head down, clench your fists, and grind those kilometers in whatever that means. Swallow your desires, swallow the things you want to do because you have to do other things, be it work or other. Yeah, I mainly got work out of it, but I'm sure there's more to it than that. So. If anything, maybe this is, yeah, just by being an Italian is a little more clear. Still not 100%, but I mean, they may just go to the translation. But this one, at least much more clear message than the other one, which is, I mean, the best we can guess on most of these other songs is what? I drive better after I got head, so. <laughs> which is, that, seems like a stretch. That's our take on the lyrics, too. Right. So this is like, yeah. a, this is a bad game of telephone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guess what? What? There's only one song left. There it is. And it is called Swellfish.
This is a confusing twist. They go in a lot of different directions on this last one. Um, I did mention I, uh, that the, the drum sound on this thing. Did we even talk about who produced this record? Do who we have a producer? It? We do have a producer. It is uh, Carlo Ortolando. Uh Don't know who that is. I think that several members of the band also helped to produce this. Given Carlo a quick Google search. Let's see if he's got anything. He's got, uh, I do have his Italian LinkedIn, if anyone wants to look at that. Um, he did production, according to Discogs, if this is the same guy, he did production on such bands as Brain Damage, Necromass, and Broken Glass, but that's with Z's instead of S. Yeah, all of this was done in Turin, which is like top of the boot. Top of the boot. Top of the boot. Never been there. Never been to Europe. (laughs) I don't know if you heard this, Matt. Jenny got engaged there. So I'm pretty much an expert (laughs) on (laughs) being in Rome for two days and being in Naples for one more day. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Tell us everything. Oh, boy. I did a lot of touristy shit. Got real scared in Naples. That's it. Okay. So, for some reason, the lyrics are completely wrong in songmeanings.com. The liner notes have the correct lyrics. Um, although, I do want to mention that there are actually more misspellings in these overall liner notes than on songmeanings.com. So, these were... Not given a full spell check before it's being sent to the printer. The opening line of the song is, Please make me understand what I should do now, because nothing changes and your face is becoming so sad and my pain hides itself in my chest. You don't understand. It's so difficult to go ahead, to go ahead. Blinded by the explosion, nothing changes and the past rests in peace. It rests in peace as a shit. Mm. So, still to the bitter end, just figuring it out, just putting, just figuring out those words, putting them together. Feels like a bit of a bad relationship song. Certainly a line like, nothing changes in the past, rests in peace as a shit. You could glean something from that. Matt Nas. I really hated that song. There it is. (laughs) I thought it was garbage. I thought it was uh, lacking the charm of nearly every other song on the record. Uh, I thought it was droning and boring, and I wanted to turn it off the moment I heard it. Uh, (laughs) Wow. I'm kind of done because I wished that the band would have done what they did on the previous song. uh, You know, on the fish one. Sweet fish? I don't know. Swellfish is the one we're on now, Matt. You're That's thinking of the one that I've we butchered won. several times. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I wish they would have uh, stuck a little bit more to that formula. Um, this this song is uh, not my favorite. Sorry. You don't have to apologize to us. I'm, I'm getting I'm hitting that wall of done. Well, fortunately for you and for all of us that I mean, not. No offense, but it is the last song of the album. So that leaves us 
one thing to do. Cannon talk. <laughs> uh, so these guys rip off Deftones on a level never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> Next level Deftones rip off. Next level. Like, I feel like when this album was recorded, Chino's ears were burning so much. He's like, who is talking about me? Who is talking about me? And Stephen Carpenter's like, my ears are burning too. And all the other guys whose names I can't remember right now <laughs> in the Deftones were all like, my ears are burning. There's a lot of energy here. But there's like 2% originality. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, well, I take that back. The 10% 2% of- is the two songs. I would say that the the originality is, you know, the the getting head, the getting the roadhead song. That clearly, we <laughs> never heard anything like that before. Yeah. It's it, but it, they stick so close to the template that at times it feels like they're a cover band, and we get these brief moments where it's like, ah, Linnea seventy seven, there you are, but then we go back and we're hewing so close to the Deftones sound that it's like. <sighs> You know what? I like the Deftones, too. I like them a lot. But, you know, have your own thing. Which I'm assuming, here's the thing, I do not believe that they could be seven, eight albums deep. And they've just been ripping off. No way. Them. No, I feel like growth has happened. Growth has occurred. But I do not think anything on this album uh, deserves to go in the canon. Jenny. Uh, I agree. I don't think I liked listening to this. I thought it was fun. I thought it was interesting, but it is a pretty heavy lift and there wasn't anything that felt super important to hear. I, I kind of want to listen to their later albums now because if they've been around for this long, I mean, I doubt they mm. sound like this anymore. Yeah, how have they developed? I guess I could find out if I just simply listen. Selected a different song. <laughs> I'll just ponder uh but yeah i i had fun listening to this but i wouldn't put anything in matt same i really don't have too much more to say i I, it was fun there was elements like i think this would be a fun show i think these are fun guys uh but i don't think that i think there's a reason why this has only been brought to our attention lately because it's not a band that's in the forefront of people's minds I will say the comments on the YouTube video are funny because it wasn't released until like 2014 or something like that. Oh, wow. Uh, on It wasn't posted to YouTube until oh, like 2014. Okay. And all these people are like, earache took a shit. What is it? 1995. Fuck this. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is from the 90s. <laughs> people on YouTube are mad. Well, there you have it. Linnea 77, not in the canon, but certainly in our hearts and inside of a car, possibly getting head. And that does bring us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Give us a like on the old Facebook. We're creeping up on 600 likes. Creeping up. Creeping up. Be nice. Get us to that 600. And, uh, of course, leave us a nice review on iTunes. And, hundo uh, Never Dundo. Oh, the Hundo <laughs> Never Dundo. Forgot about that, Matt. Thanks for reminding me. I'm cackling because... <laughs> the Hundo Never Dundo. It's never. It's truly Never Dundo. It uh, will never. 
It'll it'll probably never happen, but we do have the, the Twisted 2 Hundo, the Hundo Never Dundo. If we do get 200 <laughs> reviews on iTunes, what a day that will be. We will do a special episode all about Twisted and one of their albums. We don't know which one. We'll figure that out when we get to 200 reviews. That's our problem. All you need to do is just leave us a review, baby. Please go to richcoach.com every episode. You can find it there. Get caught up. Revisit old favorites. It's all there, baby. Until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.